Ovechkin storming in. Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the back end. He scores! Simply sensational! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Pieces Here podcast, your home for all news and events around the Washington Capitals. Except today, we won't be talking about our favorite NHL team from D.C. like usual. Today, we're joined by a very special guest, and today, for the first time ever, the Pieces Here podcast has a professional hockey player on the show. We're very fortunate to have with us today Carly Jackson, goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes of the Premier Hockey Federation. Carly, thanks so much for joining us today. How's it going? Uh, it's going good, guys. Really happy to be here and uh, just pumped to be on the show. Yeah, we're, we're very happy that you're here. So um, for those of you that don't know, the Premier Hockey Federation is the main professional women's hockey league. It was founded in 2015, originally with four teams, and has now expanded to six. And uh, let me tell you, Carly is an absolute beast in between the pipes. Carly played college hockey at the University of Maine and absolutely balled out, to say the least. And uh, in her collegiate career, she set school records for total wins with 45, saves with 3,029, save percentage with .923, shutouts with 12, and goals against average with 2.15. She also had at least 40 saves in six games. That's incredible. And then in 2020, Carly was drafted third overall in the PHF draft by the 2016 Cup winner Buffalo Buttes, who she now plays for. That, that's, that's quite the resume if, if you, you know, that speaks for itself. So that, that's pretty sick. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's pretty clear that you're a pro, pro, you know, I can't even talk. It's such a resume. <laughs> but um, it's pretty clear that you're a phenomenal hockey player. But uh, how'd you get here? And, uh, like, when did you start playing? What's your career been like up to this point? And uh, what led to you being the player that you are today? Yeah, so um, I would say the biggest thing that led me to being who I am now is my dad. He's an absolute beauty. Just introduced me to every sport he could from such a young age. Um, I grew up playing boys hockey in just my local community, a small town of Amherst, Nova Scotia. Um, I think it has about 10,000 people, so um, it's pretty pretty small here. But I just grew up playing within the community and in surrounding communities playing boys hockey and um, eventually, I uh, ended up playing junior hockey here for a year, and then I went off to the University of Maine. I uh, played there for five years. I redshirted my first year and then did my four years of um, athletic eligibility. Um, and then, like you said, I got drafted to the Buttes, and I'm now in my second pro season there. And honestly, I couldn't be happier. Um, the Buttes are buzzing, and I have so much fun there. Sick. Um, so did you ever see yourself becoming – a pro or as good as you are now yeah i think when i was a kid um if you had if i had told uh, like an older version of myself had i told a younger version of me that i wasn't a pro by like the age of 14 i would have been really upset <laughs> but um yeah it's just always has been a dream i think um probably from when i first put on the pads i think that i just knew that i wanted to play and play at the highest level that i possibly could so um, you know, I'm very grateful that now I get to play among some of the best in the world. Um, but it's just, it's a huge gift. I think every day um, is a blessing. And the fact that I get to play here now is, is just the greatest gift I could ever receive. 
Sorry. Um, <laughs> so you were drafted number three overall. That's really awesome because like being drafted in a top five in any draft in any league is really awesome, but that's really cool. What was it like being drafted third overall? Like what was the day like, you know, knowing you were that tight, that high of a selection? Yeah, it was really special. Actually. I got to, it was during um, 2020. So it was kind of that COVID year. Mm. Um, so due to those circumstances, I was actually at home with my family, uh, which was super special to be able to share that with them. So um, I had known earlier in the day that I was going to go in the first round. Um, so then when uh, the draft actually happened online, um, I was just kind of waiting to see see what was going to happen and, and what the experience was going to be like. Uh, but it was pretty cool. Buffalo, when they announced my draft, they got um, Buffalo legend Pat LaFontaine to announce it over Twitter. Um, so that was really special. And, and my dad was pretty pumped about that because uh, he watched him play a lot growing up. And uh you know, it was just fun to be able to celebrate with my family. Um, that was the biggest thing. Um, and that was honestly the most meaningful thing, just because they have um, put the most into into my career and to be able to celebrate and uh, just enjoy that with them was really special. That's awesome. So uh, obviously that's got to be up there on the list, but uh, what are a few of your favorite memories and moments from your hockey career so far? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's kind of endless, um, and that's, I think, the beautiful thing about sports and teams and people helping you become who you are as, as a hockey player and an athlete, but also um, as a person. Like, I think probably one of my favorite memories of playing hockey is driving to the rink with my dad. Um, he used to just drive me all over Nova Scotia to any practice or any skate that I could essentially get my hands on. So, um, honestly, that's one of my favorite things about playing hockey was the memories of my family and then um two i would say my time at maine was pretty special um that's one of the moments for sure is my senior year we were playing off against bu who um boston university who we had a pretty good rivalry with over the years and um we were the lower seed and we we're going to the first round of hockey's playoffs and the first game we played against them we went into um double overtime and ended up winning three two and I think the game ended up being like something crazy, like 98 minutes long um, or something just insane. Like we finished the game around midnight, I think, and we ended up winning that one. Um, so we were up in the series 1-0. And then the second game we won again. So we ended up sweeping that series my senior year. And um, it just signified like how much our program had grown at Maine and, and uh, you know, what we were doing and what we were building as a culture and, and as a team. So um, that was really fun. And then, you know, that brought a lot of energy into Buffalo. And, and last year, it being a COVID year, um, I think one of my most significant moments was beating Boston last year um, in our first round of playoffs when we beat them 2-1. to one. Um, I think everyone kind of expected us to not. And so um, that was pretty special to me. And um, taking that energy actually into the new year when we play Boston the first weekend back uh, in 2022. So moral of the story is you own the city of Boston? <laughs> that's the plan yeah we're, we're not nice. big fans of boston must here be either, nice. so. <laughs> perfect <laughs> at least at least one of us can beat them you know so <laughs> first round last year you know still still fresh but um <laughs> so obviously you're an inspiration to a lot of people but uh what's it like to know that you're an inspiration to young girls all over the world who you know want to play hockey and want to be in your position one day and uh if you could give them some piece of advice or a message to them, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's a dream. Like, it's I'm, I'm doing exactly what I've always wanted to be doing um, from when I was a kid and, 
really since I realized that I wanted to play hockey. Um, you know, to be able to kind of create space and create opportunity for, for kids like me, like young girls, young boys, um, really just anybody, like creating a space where, you know, if I can do it, that someone else I know certainly can, right? If you, if you love something enough and you put in the work and you put in the practice, like there's nothing you, you can't do. And I think that that's really powerful. Um, but yeah, I guess my piece of advice to a younger athlete or anybody just kind of really following your dreams is just live it and love it and just enjoy it as much as possible. Like really just dive into those, those small moments and those small details of, of those things that really make you happy about whatever it is you're doing. Like for me, I love the way my skates feel on the ice. And I was even, I was out on the pond today and, and uh, I was just skating around and it was just appreciating every single minute of it. And um, I think that that's so important no matter what level you're at, whether you're five years old or you're 50 years old and everywhere in between. It's just appreciate those moments um, and just love what you do. So we talked a little oh, yeah. bit about it before. Where's our, but, where's uh, our outdoor, where's where? our pond invite at though? <laughs> well, up, fellas. <laughs> how do you get, you we're guys broke college kids. There. How are we getting to Buffalo, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even getting to like, We'll hop on the team bus. I'll I hop can't on the even team skate bus. backwards, so. <laughs> yeah. I can't, can't skate, skate forwards, but I'll still, I'll still have a fun time. <laughs> there should be a video oh, yeah. out there circulating me like falling on my ass skating. I have to find it. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. Um, we talked a little bit about it before we started recording, but um, obviously I'm just going to say you have an absolute iconic mullet. I think it's one of the best in all of hockey. Um, one so of? It's the best. The Sorry. Best. The how, best. Do you main, how do you maintain such a sick mullet? <laughs> First of all, shout, thank you. Shout out your barber. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, shout out to Fade and Full on Elmwood and Buffalo. Um, those guys are the best. PJ is my boy. Uh, he did an excellent job, and I love the guy. I will definitely be going back. Um, but I, I love just doing the hockey hair. I kind of just – I used to have long long hair, I think, probably six or seven years ago now, and then I've just been trying every haircut I've always wanted to try, and this is the year of the mullet, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely agree. My hair, you probably can't see Wait, we got Wait, follow-up question, though. What's next? I don't know. You guys are going to have to wait, uh, stick around for playoffs. There might be a uh, special surprise. Tune in for in season store. three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can agree that hair has been kind of crazy. I, you can't tell right now, but my hair is incredibly long. It's the longest it's ever been. Like it's always like to my like shoulder, bottom of my shoulder blades. Um, nice. But obviously besides maintaining that awesome hair and being everybody's favorite player, obviously, what is the hardest part about being a goaltender in uh, the PWF? The yeah, I think, Sorry. um, I think one of the most challenging things about being a goaltender is keeping your cool. Um, I think it's so, so easy to get um, just really like, I'm, I'm a pretty emotional person. So to get like your emotions caught up in the score and, and uh, reacting to plays that happen in the game, but being able to maintain your cool and just be like a solid um, presence for your team. So they're able to trust you back there is, is uh, one of the hardest things. I mean, it sounds very simple, but just keeping your mind focused on something as simple as a, as a black rubber disc for 60 minutes, um, it's, it's incredibly challenging. But to be able to maintain that focus, I would say that is the, the most challenging thing. Do you have any pieces of advice for someone like Jordan Bennington who you know throws a temper tantrum every time they get scored on? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, chill out, bud. I think, <laughs> I think uh, I've seen a few of the clips, and you know I understand it. 
don't want to smack my stick too, but um, you know, you gotta you gotta keep your emotions in check. You can't get too high and you can't get too low. Um, you just gotta stay. You gotta stay consistent because that's the name of the game for the position, right? Like, I mean, even on his run when they won the cup couple couple years ago, I didn't see him doing any of that. So it was definitely surprising mm-hmm. to see him um, become more of a hothead, I guess. But I don't know. In my opinion, I think you gotta you gotta keep your cool. You gotta be able to uh, keep rowing the boat yeah. even when you know you don't feel like it sometimes. I just find this hilarious. You're just, just taking absolute running. shots at like Jordan Pennington right now. <laughs> yeah. That's the greatest. I mean, she's right though. She right. <laughs> like, this um, yeah, this isn't. A I question saw. I saw the other day he like. I saw. I saw the other day he like threw his helmet on the ground like in the middle of play to like stop the play like i haven't got that's to that's something yet, that but... goaltenders do sometimes is to like get like because you can get like that's a safety like... hazard at that point it is <laughs> but it's like it's the, their safety this isn't a question on the sheet and this you don't have to answer this have, have you ever like once like wanted to be in a goalie fight before um <laughs> yes <laughs> <Or have you? laughs> so, so I mean, is that the, would is... just be cool i mean like you know in terms of like the competition <laughs> like the heat of the game absolutely i think that would be such a fun experience um, you know, <laughs> you're the best guess so, we've so had. Is there, is there more beef with, with with the goalie at the other side of the ice, or the forwards who are throwing snow at you? Like, mm, I would say there's like camaraderie between goalies because like. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, and I feel like, for the most part, I feel like I have some connection, or I've known, um, at least one of the goalies from every team through college or just through like the grapevine. Um, so I think there's like a lot of respect there. But I find I, I would say with forwards and stuff during the game, you know, there's heat of the moment and and, uh, you know, you're into it. We're all emotional. We're all like, yeah, uh, working our tails off. Right. So I think that it can get heated between forwards uh, and goalies. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, speaking of forwards or maybe defensemen, I guess I shouldn't make any assumptions. Uh, we know a thing or two about shots that are uh, hard to stop as Caps fans. So uh, who's got the hardest shot to stop in the PHF? The hardest shot to stop. Um, to be fair, I haven't seen every team yet. I have yet to play against Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, so there could be some there that I might not be considering. Um, but I'll say one for sure that's I played against in college. Uh, I played against her last year and I've played against her this year that I just have a ball playing against is uh, Michaela Grantmantis. She plays for Toronto and was the league MVP last year. Um, so I played her a lot in college because she went to Merrimack college and i went to the university of maine so um we faced off many many times um but uh yeah i would say she's a very talented player and um i have the utmost respect for her and her game is there anybody who has like a shout out to my girlfriend's parents wait 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 quick quick shout out to my girlfriend's parents who got me a maine hockey shirt for christmas you know because they they went there for uh for college so shout out to them they Hopefully they're watching right now. But yeah, yeah huge shout out. Go Black Bears. Is there anybody with like a sneaky release? Like, you know, a guy like, you know, you think of Austin Matthews, how, he's, he, how he does his stuff. Because he's got like such a crazy release. Is there anybody like that that's like, you know, when you see them shoot the puck, it's almost like, and it gets right by you? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a few. There's there's always, always one team, I find. Um, and sometimes you like, if you try to, you try to get pre-scouting. You try to identify, you know, who, who some of the bigger threats are on every team. Mm-hmm. right but somebody um, who has like a weird a weird shot or a strange release um so it's really interesting to see the different patterns uh that come along but um i would say there was one i saw last year was kayla friesen she played for connecticut and i believe she got 
traded or she signed in Boston. Um, but she has a pretty pretty sneaky good shot. Yeah, yours is pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I'm up, aren't I? Okay. Um, so, so uh, in 2015, you won a silver medal with uh, Team Canada at the IIHF U18 World Championships. Obviously, we're we're pretty mad, you know, that organization right now for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the cancellation of the women's tournament this year. But, you know, uh, in 2015, what was that experience like winning a silver medal with Team Canada? Oh man, it was it was honestly so special. Like that whole experience with team canada and just being able to represent your country put on the jersey i mean it's every every kid's dream i think or every young young athlete's dream so um i was absolutely gutted just to hear that news again that you know it was canceled this year i think that that tournament and that organization especially that age group is so important in development and and um just in these young athletes careers um it leads to a lot more beyond um just that tournament so i mean my heart goes to them because you know, they work their tails off and, you know, they're doing absolutely everything they can to be prepared for this and to find out so close. It's, it's just, it's honestly, it's heart wrenching. So, um, I hope that something works out as it should be. Um, these athletes deserve better and, you know, they deserve to showcase their skills. Um, but you know, speaking of my own experience, like it was just incredible. Um, it just taught me like being within hockey Canada taught me so much about, um, how to become a better person and a better athlete. And, and just reach for that next level, um, no matter what you're doing. What was it like traveling? Where was where was that at again? The 2015 World Championships for you guys. Where was that at? So it was actually in Buffalo, New York. Oh. So, <laughs> I was like, um, what's it like traveling? There? I'm like, oh, you live there. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it was pretty. It was pretty special actually. When I came back to Buffalo, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a full circle thing. Um, but it felt even more like home because I had been there before and. And, uh, yeah, that connection I thought was pretty neat. So you've been – how long have you been playing goalie for? Um, I think <laughs> – oh, God. <laughs> F- 15 years now? Yep. Do you have a favorite save that you've made through those 15 years in your goalie career? <laughs> you have a favorite if you save. can name one. Yeah. Uh, there was one in practice a few weeks ago. <laughs> against uh cassidy vinkel we um she's one of our forwards on the buttes um we always play this game uh, at the end of practice called juice girl where you know essentially we do this competition and the loser has to get gatorades for um everybody else <laughs> um what's that what game called is, what's that juice girl what's it called uh it's called juice girl juice girl yeah so if you lose you become the juice girl and have to get juice for everybody <laughs> But uh, anyway, she had shot it and it had gone up in the air and it was like floating and going to come back into the net. And I had turned around and hit it out of the air. And, um, you know, we were just chirping each other like crazy. So that's that was the first one that came into my mind because um, her and I are always going at it in practice and, and uh, it's pretty fun. But um, honestly, like there's just there's so many parts of the game that I remember so fondly. Like, I think that's one of the best things about being a goalie is, you know, of course, like making the saves you're supposed to make and, and being consistently steady, but um, there's nothing like making a special save that gets the crowd on their feet. I think that that's one of the coolest feelings in the whole world and uh, definitely something that I live for. Do you do you think making a save against like your teammates or your friend is better than in the game right? or because it's just too messing around? 
yeah it's it's kind of sweet it's like a different genre <laughs> if that makes any sense but it is probably one of my favorite things is when you rob one of your buddies in practice yeah. quick follow-up to that okay. would you rather silence a crowd in an away game with a ridiculous save or get the home crowd going crazy with one get the home crowd yeah. go home crowd going crazy because okay. they're there to support you so you want to put on a good show yeah, I would, I would, that's I would. a really good question, yeah. actually. I like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's like a good that. ass question. Because, <laughs> uh, like, you know, from like from like my perspective and like the sport I play, like I, or like for like scoring a goal, not like saving one. Like, I don't know what I would answer to that. Like, both are like their own different type of like, you know, enjoying experience. <laughs> you could be like Stefan Diggs yesterday, where he was telling, or two days ago, when he was telling all the Patriots fans to f off because after he scored a touchdown, that was hilarious. Did anybody else see that? Yeah, he was like, I you, I did you, see that. you, 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 oh, but I was like, oh my like, God. You want the ball, you want the ball, you want that. <laughs> are, you, are you a Bills fan? I am a Bills fan. I live in Buffalo okay. now, so. I'm a, I'm a Ravens fan. I don't know about that. Me and the air are Ravens fans. We don't know how to feel about uh, that. Okay. <laughs> Jake's an Eagles fan, though. I'm an so. Eagles fan. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to yeah. know what Will's team is, because Will's team is Washington football fan, but we don't have to talk about it. It's okay. The rest of the I never thought Taylor Heineke was the solution. It's not Definitely the solution. Not. I'm just going to tell you right now. He's not. Um, so you, your number at one point was the number of a certain Capitals goaltender. It's, it's her number right now. Your number right now. I'm sorry. I didn't check that. Mm -hmm. is, a, is a certain Capitals goaltender. Might have, might be pretty good. Has a former Ve former Vesna winner. Is tied with Martin Brodeur with a wins record in any shell season. <laughs> uh, Braden Holpe. Um, so do you want to talk about, hold on one second. I read the question. Uh, why do you wear that number 70? Is it because of Braden Holpe or is there another significant uh, reason behind it? Is I do. It I do love the <laughs> guy's a beauty. I mean, um, he's got sick hair. I don't know much about his personality beyond that. He has turtles, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, but he's, he's a really good person. Oh, yeah. He's an amazing person. He's That's a great awesome. person. He yeah, goes I mean, to, he surprised. goes to pride in, he goes to Pride in D.C. every year, even though he's like he literally went, know, yeah, not he went this anywhere, past year, not right? anywhere near D.C. anymore. Yeah, that's so he's a, cool. He's a great guy. Yeah, oh, he's I'd a love great to hear guy. That. Goalies, <laughs> Goal, um, the goalies, <laughs> non-Jordans yeah, and Bennington goalies. We love them. <laughs> yeah. um, Jordan yeah, Bennington so Hate Club is the title. <laughs> <laughs> so the number seventy, um, I wore it in. Um, I think 2015 in Canada games when I got to choose my number there as well. Um, but I've just always loved the number seven and, um, I had always worn the number seven in baseball growing up. So, um, when I got a chance to kind of choose my own number, I just went a different direction with it and, and chose 70. And I just, I love the way that it looks. I saw it on Holpe. Um, and I knew that it looked good cause you know, he's pretty sick. Uh, <laughs> and I like the way it looked on the back of his Jersey. So, um, I just kind of ran with it and now I love it. I love cool. being number 70. Did you ever try to wear number seven? Um, or did somebody else not have in hockey? Point? Just because it's like I think it would be like a little bit taboo. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of like a like number seven specifically is more of like a forward number, I think, mm -hmm. maybe a D. Um, but if I wore that as a goalie, I'd probably get shirt pretty hard. <laughs> yeah. Who's like a yeah. who's a famous number seven? Oh, you go. There's the only seven I can think of right now is like Brady Kachuk oh, and, right. um, and and Petrangelo because he he was no Petrangelo's three he's twenty. No, he's not. He's number seven. Oh, so I don't know. He was twenty-seven in the when he first started. Then wherever he went before, he like he was twenty-seven, and now he's now he's seven because or what's his face already has it in Vegas. 
What position did you play in baseball, by the way? I played baseball Ooh, all the way growing up. Yeah, so um, I've kind of, like, migrated between um, third base and shortstop. Yes, um, third base. Let's go. I, I shortstop. That's my position. <laughs> third base was my position. Yeah, Jake was I, all county, baby. <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Who is your favorite uh, baseball player of all time? Oh, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. <sighs> Oh, that's a sick answer. I'm an Orioles fan. That's man. not a bad answer. I can't answer. win. No, he hits dingers. He's sick. That's not a bad answer. Joey, Vlad Guerrero Sr. was on the Orioles. You can just, you he was on – that's like saying like – That's baseball. like saying Jose Bautista was on the Orioles, bro. It doesn't count. <laughs> he doesn't – I'm not going to think, oh, man, Vlad Guerrero Jr., the Orioles. Like, no, I'm thinking the Expos, bro. Like <laughs> – Okay, so we just we just discussed the fact that you own the city of Boston. Uh, your next game is January eighth against the Boston Pride. So what's the what's the mindset? What's the prep like going into uh going into a game and getting things started up again? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we've kind of had a bit of a rough start to the first half of the season. Um, we've had a lot of close games and just haven't really been able to pull out those points. But um, I think this break has been good for us, for the Buttes. Um, you know, we've gotten, kind of gotten a chance to regroup, reset, um, and now we're going into a more consistent schedule uh, after the break. So I think we're all looking forward to that. I know I am a little bit more consistency um, in terms of just um, games. Like, I think in the first half we had, you know, three game weekends, and they were separated by two or three weeks in between. So um, just due to travel and, and a couple other things that came up. But um just going into the going into the new year against Boston, honestly, it's just all gas, no breaks. You know, we we got some work to do. We got to get some points, and um, it doesn't matter who we're playing. Um, love playing against the Boston teams, but um, again, it's kind of a faceless opponent. Like, um, it doesn't matter who we play. We're just gonna come out and play Butte hockey and and shut everybody down. I love that all gas. I like no it. Breaks. I do want to was... warn you about the all gas no breaks slogan as a University of Texas student. Um, <laughs> Didn't work out so well for us, but <laughs> like hey, the second time's a try. Gotta mention, gotta mention that he goes to Texas. Hey, will, hey, will is Texas back? <laughs> we got Texas Quinn Ewers, man. I don't so care. <laughs> watch your watch your trash talk. Give watch me, your give trash me a talk. Year. You were five give me a year. and seven. Give me a year. You Quinn Ewers, best quarterback prospect since Trevor Lawrence. All right, all right, hockey, hockey. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> oh man. So um, we obviously talked about a few of your own, you know personal favorite saves but um do you have a like favorite saver the best save that you've ever seen from someone other than yourself and uh if if you can think of one off the top of your head i guess give us one from a guy and one from a girl yeah all right i think the first one that popped in my head was uh mark andre Fleury cup final against detroit when he was playing for pittsburgh and there was like less than a minute left i think there were Pittsburgh was up by a goal and he just makes like this sprawling like body save like it was so it was kind of unorthodox but it was just like the dying seconds of a game um, and he just like threw his body at the puck and he made the save and they ended up winning the cup and it was just like unbelievable um, I just remember like watching that as a young kid and just being so inspired by the compete and the battle and like his calmness under pressure um, and his ability to stay so composed in one of the highest pressure situations um, in all of hockey. So um, that was the first one that popped in my head. It's not the flash. Too bad he couldn't do that against us in the yeah. cup final, but you know. <laughs> right. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that one that one was really meaningful for me. I think growing up and in terms of developing developing my mindset as a goaltender. Um, and then in terms of women's hockey, I would say not necessarily a save that popped out in my head, but a performance is, I think it was the 2012 Olympics, uh, Shan Zapatos. She um, played against the U.S. and I, I think she ended up shutting them out, but I remember just her performance and like the presence that she had in that was so dominant that it was like, okay, no one, no one's going to score on her. Um, and I knew I could just tell that Canada was going to win because um, just the way that her energy was on the ice. Um, so I would say that it was probably one of the most memorable, not saves, but performances from a, from a female goaltender. Nice. Nice. Um, do you have a goalie that you've like looked up to and molded your game at, uh, your game after? Yeah. Um, I would say there's kind of a couple. Uh, I think I like to take bits and pieces from, from, uh, you know, goaltenders that I see and, and just people that I see in general, I think, you know, everybody has something, something to teach you. So, um, but who I shaped my game after growing up and, and just watching all the time. Um, the first one I would say is, is Johnny quick. Like I love watching him play. Like he is so fun to watch. Um, he's so athletic and he's just like, it's unbelievable. He's just he's so entertaining. Um, so his, his ability to battle and, and just compete. Like I like to kind of adapt some of that into my own game. Um, but I would say that the, like the other half of my game, I would model myself off of, um, two goalies who actually play for the same team now is Carey Price and Jake Allen. Um, their game is just so, like, technically sound. Like, those guys can just absolutely control the ice um, just based off their body language. Um, so it's really interesting to watch them play. Um, and I was very fortunate, actually, growing up. Uh, Jake Allen is from Atlanta, Canada, where I grew up. Uh, so I was able to train with him for a couple of years uh, through Alexander Goaltending here uh, in the Maritimes. So... Being able to kind of watch how he practiced and just how he focused in on the details, like he would stay on the ice as long as he possibly could after our after our hour and a half session or or a couple of skates, and he would be practicing something like where his positioning was on the post and like adjusting his foot, and I just like try to soak in as much as possible from him and um, and being able to see how his game has developed and you know now he's won he's won a couple of St. Louis and and I think he seems Montreal so. Um, I think being able to watch his game develop himself after his calmness and composure uh, has been has been absolutely part of, of us. All right, this next question. That's awesome right. that you guys got yeah, to that's really train cool. together and stuff. That's, that's really actually cool. really cool. Like, like I honestly, like I, I keep forgetting that like Carey Price is like is it's so weird that Carey Price is like is is genuinely one of those goaltenders. You just like think of how far he's reached with how great he is. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, also Jonathan Quick, I love that. I, I remember he was one of the gold centers that got me. USA, in yeah, USA. USA. Is, is Jake Quick Allen? Is Jake Allen? Is he Canadian or United States? I don't remember. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Yeah, he's, he's from the same place as her. <laughs> Dude, I'm sorry. I'm, I, Jonathan, I don't, I don't, I don't know, Quick I don't know what you want from me, man. <laughs> Jonathan Quick, back in like what what year was it when they were like really insane for a couple of years like 2012 this man yeah. had the entire yeah. league John, like Johnny Quick was insane back I mean he's he's still a solid goalie that is definitely slept on to a good amount but he he used to be insanely good back in the day he he was always very fun to watch yeah absolutely um so obviously you grew up watching the NHL so obviously you probably do have a favorite NHL team there is good and bad answers to this but why don't you go ahead and tell us what your favorite NHL team is yeah, I mean, I've got, you know, 
I think I would throughout the years, like I would say I follow more players rather than teams, but mm. uh, my dad's a big Philly fan. So I got to mm. cheer for the Flyers. I have a soft spot for Toronto just cause you know, like I like have to cheer for them because I haven't won in such a long time. Um, and you know, Canada, uh, but my team is uh, is actually the St. Louis Blues. Um, my goalie coach growing up, he <laughs> and we've been trashing Bennington this whole time. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know, I uh, well, I've seen I've seen the clips, right? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so my my goalie coach uh, Dave Alexander now works for the Blues, so um, I got to cheer for my guy, and uh, so being able to support him while he's been there has just been super cool and. Um, and I love seeing his work and what he's doing with the goalies there. But, uh, yeah, I got to gotta go with the Blues. You don't like America's team, the Buffalo Sabres? <laughs> I'll, just say, I'll tell you what, the Sabres are <laughs> <on> me. <laughs> we, have to, we have to reference that joke at least once, uh, once an episode. episode. America's <laughs> team. Blues, man, I... That's cool. Or one of them is. Uh, so, in your opinion... Who is the best goalie in the NHL right now? Ooh. Right now. That's a good question. I honestly, I haven't been watching as much of the NHL lately. But, I mean, I, I got to go with Vasilevsky. He's yeah. just absolutely Can't go wrong good. with that answer. Either. No, and <laughs> last year in the playoffs, like, in the year before, like, he's just an absolute monster. He's uh, He's been crushing it. He's just a force. Like, he's an absolute force out there. I think he's doing obviously very well with Tampa, but I think he would do well with any team, um, which says a lot to his his playing ability. Do you ever mess around in practice and try to make behind the back like glove saves like he's done a couple of times? <laughs> oh yeah, you have to. You got to try it. If you, if you never yeah. like try it in practice, then how are you going to do it in a game? So you got to practice like you play. It's like how everybody does the Michigan. John guys. John Tortorella might say that that's bad for the game though, so I don't know. <laughs> might want to. I don't know if you get that. You know, John Tortorella. He's won like like three playoff series since like 2004. So, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, um, Trevor Zegras makes the assist of the century, but oh, that's bad for the game of hockey. Now all the kids are going to be practicing that now outside. <laughs> hey, I think it's. What a bad I think take. creativeness is awesome, right? Like. Definitely. That's like that save by Vasilevsky a couple of years ago. You see people pulling up that move now all the time. And, you know, the Zegras pass or the Michigan pass now they're calling it. Like, there's just going to be more stuff that is added to the arsenal of tools. So it's, I think it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. How would you deal with it if someone behind your net tried to pull that? I don't know. I think, honestly, I just, knowing my luck, I feel like it would just, like, hit me in the back of the head and, like, fall down or something. <laughs> So, I don't know, maybe, like, try and headbutt it or um, try and, like, knock it out of the air. But, honestly, if someone gets that goal, uh, respect. Like, that's not easy to do. Like, you can't even be mad. It's just like, ah, you know. You, yeah. It's, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> can't like, even say anything about it. It's, like, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, it's me again. Yeah, it's All me. right. So, <laughs> so, people keep highlighting my questions. I can't read it. But so, um, you know, this was, uh, this was asked by somebody on our, our tweet that we had, you know, put out, but, um, uh, so what's your experience been like as an LGBTQ athlete and, um, you know, how can hockey fans and just people in general continue to support this community with, you know, not only the players in mind, but again, all people. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, being, uh, an openly queer, uh, professional athlete is, 
is uh, is something I think that I take a lot of pride in, and, and I just think it's so important uh, to have representation. Like I can only imagine like a younger version of myself being able to look at you know someone who I looked up to that you know looks like me or looks similar to me or maybe someone who I might want to be like someday and um, just being able to have different kinds of people in, in all kinds of walks of life I think is just so important and and it just shows that representation matters and and uh, diversity matters and you know it, it, the more people that we can connect with just across the spectrum and across the globe and like in all kinds of walks of life I think the better the better the game will be the better the culture will be so um, you know, being able to represent this community within within ice hockey is is really important to me and, and something I feel very passionate about. And um, I guess my advice to, to, to people that want to create a more inclusive space is um, is just to create create space for for those people to be for all of us, really, to be who we are um, authentically. And that's you know, that's the most powerful thing is being our authentic selves. So, um, you know, just try and be, you know, is 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 your awesome self as often as possible um and the people who love you will support you and and just have your back throughout it all so um just live your life with love and that's really i think that i think that's really it 100 you got to come down for dc pride and make link, link up with holpy oh my god that would be the yeah, coolest thing awesome I'll wear his can you imagine that picture my... that'd be I'll like the sickest picture yeah <laughs> be awesome um do you have any pregame rituals or, or a favorite pregame ritual or superstition and i have a follow-up question to this is what's the weirdest one that you've seen from your teammates <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one all right um so i don't know mine my kind of pregame changes almost every year um like i i like to think that i think consistency is good in terms of like having a general routine um but i find that every season i kind of pick up on something new uh, like in college, I used to play catch with my goalie coach before every game, and we would just play catch for like 30 minutes, um, and we just really mess around, and it was super fun. But um, now I play soccer. Like I love playing soccer. It just like gets me in the zone, gets me going. It like we're laughing, we're chirping each other. I think that's the most fun thing. Um, but other than that, it's it's uh, my biggest thing is just playing soccer, playing some sort of game um, to get my head on and, and get my head in the game and and just get ready. But other than that, nothing crazy. Um, I'm not really like a put the le- put my left side on first, right side or whatever that kind of stuff. I think um, there's so much that's beyond our control that it's important to to kind of stay loose and and uh, keep your mind open. Um, but the weirdest superstition that I've seen, um, I had a college teammate who used to do like a handstand on the wall before every game, and <laughs> and then she would like come down and go into the splits. And I was just like, what? Um, so it was very impressive. I don't even want to think about doing that. Yeah, doing I, one of those is painful for me. So doing before the, the skates go on, right? What's that? Before the skates go on, surely. Yeah, before the skates oh, go on. I was about to say. Like, like... Yeah, it was after <laughs> off-ice warmies. And then we'd just like flip around. And I'm like, what? <laughs> gear would, in-gear yeah, would be you... impressive. Very impressive. I can't. I can't even get near a splits without pads on. I don't wanna. I don't even wanna imagine trying that. <laughs> I've done one splits. It was while skiing. Um, I was trying to pizza stop because I was still new to skiing, hey, and instead skiing. my legs went out, and I did the splits, <laughs> and I was sore for about a month. Ah, uh, so. got a hernia. <laughs> yeah, I would not recommend. See, that's why you snowboard will. Uh, I I, I want to try that one Just day. Just do yeah, you snowboard. Avoid the problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's my philosophy. That's no nah, nah, full send. Full send. <laughs> All gas, no brakes. <laughs> oh man. All right. So what's you... your What's your pregame meal? Oh yeah, that's you have important. one. Mm, Chicken parm, meal. like like a vatchkin or something. Yeah. Different. So this has stayed um, pretty consistent for the past I don't know five, probably since college. Um, you know, I would love to say I did. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but Wayne Gretzky used to eat two hot dogs or something before every game. Um, I love hot dogs, and I would love to do the same. <laughs> and I can say that I've definitely done it a couple times. Uh, but my go-to is usually breakfast uh, for dinner, or like bacon and eggs, hash browns, toast. Um, it's it's the best pregame meal in my opinion. <laughs> That's respectable. That's well, That's breakfast for dinner is legendary. I love that. Breakfast for dinner is a power move. I'm not gonna what's lie. what's going on your eggs or in an omelet or something? What are you putting in it? Mm, kind of depends. Sometimes I do like a cheese pepper kind of thing. Uh, sometimes okay. I just go plain with hot sauce or ketchup. It just depends on the vibes. You, you, you if my mom's listening, she just smiled because she <laughs> she douses her eggs in hot sauce. Oh, nice respect. <laughs> you change it up for when you get to like the postseason at all, or do you keep it the same? Keep it the same. Yeah, Consistency is key. Keep it the same. Consistency is key. Good point. Um, so you mentioned this a little bit about other sports, but what is your like your favorite sports other than hockey? You mentioned baseball and Vladimir Guerrero Jr., but is there any other, other sports you like to watch in your free time? Yeah, I would say um, baseball, absolutely. I still actually play baseball now uh, in the off season, uh, which I feel very grateful to do in my now mid-20s. But uh, I love baseball. Huge baseball fan. Um Beyond that, I've been recently getting into uh, the WNBA. I bought the um, the season the season pass this year. Oh yeah, you saw that, eh? <laughs> um, That's yeah, sick. Oh shoot, it's fun to watch. But um, yeah, that picture a, a fan had drew it or had um, drew it, and it's uh, it's awesome. I was just I saw it come up on my Facebook, and I was super impressed. Shout out to uh, to AV with this uh portrait i don't know if it's gonna there yeah that's sick yeah i thought that was pretty neat that's tough (laughs) i wish i could draw (laughs) so um if you if you get to the playoffs we already we talked about keeping stuff the same does that mean no mullet shapes up shape ups or anything once you get to playoffs or we well i i do have a history um of doing stuff for playoffs uh with my hair so Last time I was in the playoffs with Maine, I ended up getting uh, blue frosted tips. <laughs> so I don't know if we'll hell yeah, tomorrow, that's awesome. But I wouldn't mind bleaching the mullet. Maybe we'll we'll see. We'll see. Frosted tips. If you guys if you guys win the cup this year, I'll I'll get blue frosted tips. I'll do it. All right, deal. You're making Somebody so many. What, what you got the tattoos? Yeah, you're gonna look like uh, doc, like I don't know, something crazy. Well, no, because she mentioned that how they've had like a rough start to the season, but you know they're looking to turn things around. So that that's my challenge. So if go. if they can turn it around and you know win the cup this year, then then all of us have to get temporary. You know, blue oh, all of us? Like a, uh, yeah, let's go. Know, like a week or something. Uh, I don't know about that. All right. It's for like a day. Just do it for a couple days. I'll do it. I'll do normal. I'll do normal. Why not? Tips. I could just frog my tips and shave my head. I'll, I'll do. I'll do frosted tips for like a week if you know if, if that happens. All right. That's all right. That's all right. what's the word? Um, incentive right, to win. Congratulations. We're all now. Don't don't fans. win it just because you want the <laughs> happiness of winning a championship, but do it just for that sole reason. Yeah. So that four yeah, broke college boys in Virginia and Maryland <laughs> can get frosted tips in the colors of your honor. 
That's exactly yeah, what you're fighting for now. Just skip Texas. I want to see some winning streaks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Will, you're up, buddy. Yeah, I know. I was just waiting on Uh So... This is kind of our last, at least, scripted question, but how do you want to be remembered once your career is over? Uh, not only as a player, but also as like just a person. Yeah, um, that's a good question. I I want to just be remembered as, as someone who just lived their life with uh, positivity and, and love. Um, you know, hopefully, like something I've always thought about um, growing up, and I can't remember exactly where I heard it or, or what coach I heard it from, was just uh, leave a place better than you found it. Um, I try to think about that, honestly, every single day. So um, when I leave the game, I hope that it's in a better place than, than when I arrived. And um, that's definitely something I think about all the time that motivates me, um, like every single day, honestly. And I think that uh, if you live your life with just love and, and a place of goodness, then um, then you'll do good things. And hopefully you'll be pretty happy while you're doing it. Well so, so my mom wants me to ask, so, so we were talking about eggs and, you know, putting the hot sauce on them. So obviously <laughs> you're not from, you're not from near Maryland, but, uh, have you, or have you not had old Bay before? And have you ever had old Bay hot sauce? I don't think I've had old Bay hot sauce. Oh. Um, but if your mom recommends it, I, <laughs> that's, that's like my parents, like that's their, their go-to. So we'll have to send you some. The entire state of Maryland is built on Old Bay. In case you don't know this, Maryland is like it's literally like it's like how some states. We don't are. Ha we don't have much else. All of our sports teams blow. Hey, that's, look, that's the Ravens aren't bad. We're just hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be the Ravens than the Washington football team. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> I am a loyal fan. All right. You're loyal. I've nothing. been through thick and thin. The best year of my football fan life was RG3. So. That says something. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, I thought, oh, I'm going to this university that's got a history of great football. And you didn't look at the past 10 years of Texas before you. I, I knew what I was. I, I thought <laughs> Sam Ellinger was going to bring us back. But, you know, one day one of my teams will be good, and I'll know I've been through it. Hey, the I, I deserve, cup, I deserve what, their what success. Is this? <laughs> one day my team will be good, bro. We want to cut like three years the ago. Nats, the Nats won a yeah, World I, I don't, I, to, be, to be totally honest, like, I, that I, is I was crabby with the Caps Cup. The Nats championship, I'm not as big of a baseball fan, so That's I can't true, be yeah. as excited about it as Nats if Washington, cool. if the Caps won another cup, or if, uh, you know, well, I'm not even going to know if Washington. Would the, uh, would the Toronto, anything, I'm so. sorry, Will, would the would Toronto Blue Jays be your uh, favorite uh, baseball team? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, oh, big great. time. That's nice. Isn't it? Okay, That's all right. So this is—I have another goalie question. So, so um, I would assume you're familiar with both of these guys, but you know they're—they're they're the best at what they do. So, which would you like? Which would you rather not have to go up against? Would you rather not have to see, like something like a cross ice feed to an Ovechkin one T, or would you rather go up against like? Connor McDavid on like a one-on-one -on -one oh, going full speed. <laughs> like which one's more intimidating? I mean, and just like from any player. See, I would like, to, I would like prefer to have the OV1T just to see it. Like I just to yeah. be like, <laughs> trying to get answer. yourself <laughs> in front of that, I think would just be the most exhilarating thing. Um, so I would like love to do that. <laughs> There's no uh, fear it, in your mind when, when you see no, that. Nothing oh God, in your mind. No. <laughs> your hair's in order. You're not going to live through You it. don't get to be a professional <laughs> goaltender fearing one-timers, you know? To be yeah, fair, Ovechkin like, could miss it. That's the thing, too. Yeah, I don't know. Just I see. just think that would be the coolest thing. 
Like I would I would love to see Ovi slap shot. Do what do you think do you think you could stop it? I mean, there's a decent chance that it could just hit me, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, you calling Ovechkin an act? There's always a chance. <laughs> it was nice having you on the show today. If you're facing 10 one-timers from the left circle, mm-hmm. how many of them are you stopping? From Ovi? Yes, yeah, from they're Ovi. all from Ovi. And they're all going to hit the net, Ten. so you have to stop them. <laughs> More than half, um, because then I could say that I like a one. <laughs> I re- yeah, I respect the confidence respect in that. Though. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I think more than half is actually like not at all unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, half of the time it goes into your stomach for movie this year at yeah. least. So, considering <laughs> you're shooting everything and anything, you know, I mean, some of them are gonna hit you. But uh, <laughs> I have, so all right. Yeah, so, girl, question from question from Eric's girlfriend. So, uh, what's your favorite place in Bangor, Maine? Ooh, that's where Ooh. her family's from. So she's got to ask. I'm gonna go with uh, Blaze Pizza. Ooh, they have I know like I went best. there this summer. I went there this summer. Yeah, unbelievable. I went there and got like a pizza in, and it was just one of the best meals of my life. Um, so I love it there. I love Maine. <laughs> we've got we've got a Blaze Pizza in uh, in Maryland. If you wanna you know come down here and go, but um, I I went to a coffee shop or something like right by that Blaze. I can't remember what the name of it was, but they were giving out little like custom like syringe like vaccine looking cookies like if you showed them your vax card so that oh, was nice. cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i have a question for you about you know obviously the nhl i mean the nhl has some of the craziest things nowadays i mean if you look at like a 30-year difference like you know you're looking at guys like not even have the butterfly goalie technique but now it's like people are doing things like behind the back if you could take one player from the nhl and put it on the buffalo buttes who would it be and why would it be like mm-hmm. But who would it be? <laughs> oh my god, I would love to have Ovi on the team. Um, I think I'd have to go with Connor McDavid. I mean, he's yeah, just I so mean. fun to watch. Right <laughs> I now. Like, guy's got speed. You know, he's just he's just so fun to watch. I think that, pa- that would be pretty sick. Past or present player? How, how about the how about a player that's currently re- like retired or is like okay, you know, that not like Ooh, in their prime? That's a good one. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. Ilya Kovalchuk. I'm thinking, I'm thinking with the mullet. I'm thinking you might be going towards Yager. So that'd be that. Yeah. Be... <laughs> well, he's still playing though, isn't he? No, nah, he's in. He's in like the Czech leagues. He's... Crosby's Crosby's from like the same you know part of Canada as you, isn't he? He's from. So are you, are you yeah. a Crosby fan? Yeah, I am. I I, uh, I know his family like a little bit, and I played hockey with his sister uh, growing up. Oh, that's and, cool. and, my Sorry, Carly. Um, we're going through a tunnel. I guess you're gonna lose connection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> no Sydney Crosby support on this show. <laughs> just get Crosby no, on a, the show. That's a joke. Crosby, <laughs> Crosby, just get Crosby, Crosby on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're friends with Sydney Crosby's family, you know. Just hit him up. Just tell him. Or or you know goalies on the Canadians. Don't tell him to look you know, at my Twitter. Just, uh, send him my email. <laughs> tell him not look at any of our Twitters. Um. <laughs> Do you, I um, do have to do our manscaped read quick, then we'll then we'll just go back to firing questions because I'm enjoying this also. All right, so let's get into the manscaped read for this episode. Uh, viewers at home, you can cover your ears. Just kidding, you gotta listen. All right, uh, cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? 
Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer at manscaped.com using code PHP for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with code PHP at manscaped.com. One, one day we're gonna get a, every one day we're gonna get a caps player on here, and it's gonna be the most brutal read. Ever. <laughs> we're gonna make them read it. <laughs> <laughs> no we're gonna make them yeah, read you guys it. Because... Really that one. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I should have mentioned that. I, I was thinking about it today at work. I was like, I didn't should... think it was professional to ask our guest to read. Why wouldn't it be? It's like balls, a, we should, we should okay, make it a time. tradition now. Everybody, every guest has to read. Hey, it. if if you have the document up on your computer you can read it don't again. do it again don't do it again it's okay you don't have to um oh i i have a i have a question to ask too this is about the nhl jersey there's like all these jersey combinations what is your favorite <laughs> nhl jersey we did an episode once with all of us said our favorite what's your favorite like it could be all time any jersey that's ever been released oh that's good oh man this is hard off the top of my head there's some good ones um Capitals reverse retro. You know what? This might be kind of a weird answer, but on Twitter today, I saw like a picture of the Thrashers jerseys, and I used to like hate them, but I saw it, and I was like, "Yo, these are pretty fire." Um, Powder blues, man. You can't. So go yeah, I'm gonna go with the Thrashers. <laughs> you can't no, even I actually blue. really like y'all's jerseys. The like the blue yeah, blue yeah, yeah, is, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. there any is there any it. jersey uh from the PHF that you like the best, or is it just yours? Oh, I mean, but what do you? Know? <laughs> you guys have the. You guys have the. Well, best you know logo what? I just far. was making sure. I know she probably. You guys, has you to guys say definitely that. have the best logo. I, I think I've come to that conclusion. But when we asked you uh, earlier, um, who's the best goalie in the NHL? You know, we didn't ask you who the best goalie is in the the PHF because you know it's like we know it's her. Only it's one her. answer, and we already know it's it. It's her. So no point. But <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> of course, of course, we're making that bold. So, uh, what was I going to ask? Um. What are the odds you have any jerseys lying around your house that you know you uh, don't need? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I wish. Actually, so I've been, um, I'm home for Christmas uh, with my family. Um, and I've been skating on our pond every day. And I've been just cycling through um, all my old jerseys every day. So um, I've been mixing mixing it up. And I think tomorrow is going to be the main jersey. So what was your first Dude. NHL jersey you ever got? I actually I still I don't have an NHL jersey. Wow. Man. Yeah, I uh, have yet to drop. Get, get, drop get a get a one. get a get a Thrashers. Shut up. Well, <laughs> 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 all right, it made happen. sense at the time. Okay, I thought no, it was going to be here longer, and I thought there wasn't going to be a pandemic. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, we really gave up like a second round pick for like three games of him and against New York, but it whatever. was cool while it lasted. Okay. <laughs> He played more than this guy has, and he's hanging up on my wall. <laughs> That's actually – is that even true? I think. I don't know. I actually know. He, he's played longer. That's an Anthony Mantha jersey, what? by the way. I love Anthony Mantha. Oh, nice. It used to be Jacob Rana, but then they decided to trade him. So. Okay, so The Caps do play tomorrow, though. Do we, do we want I'm to going do to prediction? The game. I'm going to the game. Guess? They better win if I'm going to be there. I'm going with my dad and a friend. They are they win. allowing people to go? Yeah, they yeah. are. Uh, that's surprising. You just gotta be back. So, so we play we play the Preds tomorrow at seven. Uh, I know you said CJ that you haven't been watching a lot of you know NHL this year and probably not the Capitals, but 
but I guess we can just all go through quick. But um, I say we beat the Preds. You know, it sucks to to beat up on Capitals legend Philip Forsberg, but uh, you know that's another one we have to reference every time. But uh, yeah, I say we beat the Preds tomorrow. I don't think it'll be. I mean, but at the same time, our, like our entire lineup is out right now. <laughs> We're getting so. Kuznetsov and Baxter back. Both, we beat them eight to oh, two. Okay. Oveshkin scores seven goals. I have the best back. night of my life. <laughs> yeah. We got some centers back. If they, if they lose, though, you're never allowed to go back to a game. So. I've been to games that they won and games that they've lost. So I, Me and my dad had a streak where every time we went to a game, Jacob Brown scored a goal and we won. And then, of course, they I have yet to go to a Caps game where they lost. Same. Mm. Get well. Jake tickets, I, Capitals. I, we, I think I've been to so, a couple Islanders' losses. So, so our friends over at RMNB posted yesterday just, like, how many players have been on COVID protocol in our starting lineup. So – the only people on our roster, like starting lineup left, that haven't been on COVID protocol are Ovechkin, Wilson, Mantha because he's not playing, Connor Sherry, Carl Haglin, John Carlson, Orlov, and Samsonov. Every other person on our team has been in COVID protocol at some point. Been safe. If Ov goes on it, we should pause the season. <laughs> no, the second we start getting, we start getting to the Ovechkin, we start messing with Ovechkin. The second, we start all right. Hey, if, if, if Sam Sonov, if Sam Sonov gets put on code protocol, I mean, how far is the drive from Buffalo to, to DC? CJ, yeah, we're gonna need a goaltender. Um, gonna hop in net for us. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, it's been I'm pretty cool dicey. We allow a lot of chances. It's not gonna be easy, but I think there, you can there's a Blaze Pizza in DC. There's a Blaze Pizza. There is a Blaze there's Blaze pizza many pizza close. There is, a, there is yeah. probably Blaze Pizza in P- DC. There is. Right, I'm in. I'm in. You can freeze <laughs> the go. lake outside the National Mall if you want to skate. Number there. 70 is now open on our team. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you, Carly. Uh, who is your favorite professional athlete? Just any sport, any, you know, context. Who's your, like, retired, active, whatever. Who's your favorite professional athlete? What's, who's someone who really you think about gets you excited? Yeah. Um, honestly, Serena Williams. She's an absolute boss. Um, I love watching her play. Uh, just the way that she plays is just unbelievable. Um, she's so dominant and just so powerful. And then, um, like watching a lot of her interviews and stuff, I just really have so much respect for her, um, as a person and the way that she carries herself is, uh, just really impressive to me. I love the word choice at the beginning. She's an absolute boss. (laughs) Yeah. Did what's the best that? chirp? What's the best chirp that you've received? Oh, and what's the best chirp you've given back? Ooh, um, <laughs> the best chirp names. I've received. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't get chirped too much. Um, <laughs> that's for good reason. Yeah, I. Uh, oh God, that's a good one. Um, probably. I just. I. I love when people try and chirp me. I just think it's hilarious, and like, I try to like laugh in their face or I try to make humor of it like there was one time I think there was some you know scrum in front of the net and we had all fallen down and we're all like you know it's just it's just craziness and someone said something to me and I just like looked him in the eye and I was like are we about to kiss (laughs) just like what (laughs) throw them off the rhythm yeah like that's Like, I like to just throw humor in there and throw humor back at them. And I think that's, uh, you got to laugh. You have to laugh. And How'd they respond when you said that? Did they say anything I, I, back? 
No, I think they're just, I don't even like honestly remember, but it was just, you know, you gotta, you just gotta have humor. You gotta have humor. I, I would, I would go the humor route too, because I feel like I would stutter if I tried to actually come up with a good church. Like, <laughs> no, 1,000%, Carly, yeah, I would 100% yeah. say that too to somebody at that point. I'd be like, you know what, at this point, I need to laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I would like def- a bag of spare parts, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I tried to start saying stuff, I'd just start laughing. I'd be like, oh, whatever, fine, go away. Yeah, it's hard not to stutter. I've stuttered so many times, and I'm like, oh my god, I just butchered that. Let's pretend I said nothing. Um, but yeah, you gotta. It's it's uh, chirping's like an art, and there's a lot of people who are. Um, but I guess it takes practice. <laughs> On break, you gotta start writing some down so you can practice them next time against Boston. You just no, pull exactly. it out. You pull it out of the back of your goalie helmet. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. Back hey, you've, got, you've got like eleven days until your next game, so exactly. I, I want to hear at least one chirp. You got to get a goalie yeah. that has the chirps on it. I want to see a goalie <laughs> fight <laughs> with the Boston goalie. I want to see some chirps. I want to see. They got to get you mic'd up for the a game. Goalie goal. Chirping the whole time. Oh my god, I would love to be mic'd up. I, have... I, there was like a few years oh, where like my go-to chirp was just like. I think it was like it was uh it was just like stop being dumb or just something like really simple hell yeah um, <laughs> stop being dumb i have a legitimate yeah. question for you have you ever attempted when the net is empty to score a goal no i've never i've never attempted um but i have been practicing because you never know you gotta exactly. prepare every every situation where would you what there's would like, what there's would three be... games i want yeah. three things i want to see in this game against boston yeah. i want a shot on target from you i want to chirp and i want to, i want some dropping of the gloves exactly all right i'll see what, what i can what do would, what would be your strategy for scoring <laughs> would you like to go behind the net in the trapezoid to score or would you want to be out in front where you have like less ice to cover how would you score from behind you got to bank like, it off of the it up, wall <laughs> Is it not yeah possible? i think that's like, like way more difficult to... Like grab the puck, or if it was like shot on net, be able to like pull it behind the net, create a little bit of space for yourself, oh, yeah. and then to be able to like sauce it over everybody. I mean, that would that would just be sick. Um, that or like if someone dumps it in, you go out get it, put it down right away, and try and fire it. I think those those are the two options that I can like visualize myself doing. Do like skate through the entire one skate time. through the entire team. That's what Patrick Waugh did. Yeah. He started skating through everybody and they gave him a penalty. And he was like, I was skating with the puck. This is the ball. Yeah. Like, what, what would the what would the celly be? Oh What would the goal song be? It's gotta jump to the glass. Or into the right. bench. What would the, the, like, the, the bench team? the bench would be that? Yeah, jump into the bench that would be what would well, the goal song yeah, be? Yeah, there's personalized goal Ooh. songs in the league. What would you have? Um, Careless Whisper. Rasputin. That's a great one. It's Careless Whisper. That's awesome. Careless Whisper. <laughs> I don't think we've ever said this. What would our goal song be? Does anybody want to say their goal song? Eric? Yes. Yeah. No? Wow. I okay. did I did score a goal. I did score a goal in my men's league ball hockey debut. Bro, you should have pulled weekend. out your like, speaker and been like, you know, sort of blaring uh, something. <laughs> And I did it. I did it. You can ask all the the guys that were there. I was with Ian Olin from Russian Machine Never Breaks. But um, I I was using a twenty dollar uh, you know, like kid stick from from Dick's Sporting Goods, and uh, it got the job done. I, I ripped a one T. Would it have gone in on you? Probably not. But to be fair, the goalies there were actually pretty solid. They were they had they had pads and everything on. But 
But that was a nice moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I, I, don't, I do not play hockey. <laughs> you got me thinking of my goal song now. I would definitely Se- have "Sexy Back" by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I I have I was between two for so long. I was either "Watermelon Sugar" by Harry Styles or uh, Oh God No. Fuck, dude, why? <laughs> God no. God, it's my, no. my goal song. I don't care what you think. And then it would be uh, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA as would be the other one. Ooh. I think it's because I, oh. I love ABBA's music. It's awesome. But I think I would have to go with Harry Styles just because I love Harry Holy Styles. Holy FS smokes, I got my money up. <laughs> I'm, trying to think, I'm trying to think of which Taylor Swift song I would pick. Nice. You'd pick yeah. Taylor Swift. Love, story. love Story or like 15. Yeah. No, dude, pick uh, pick uh, Wildest Dreams. That would, that would slap. Yeah. Sounds good. I was thinking go. 22. If you hit nah, like your 20 second goal. <laughs> I don't think you can go better. wrong with T Swift. <laughs> oh man. T Swizzle's goaded. Do you have a uh, favorite artist you listen to like during pre- like during like your personal training or like uh, working out? Like what's your what's your go to uh, music? Yeah, I listen to like a lot of. I've recently been listening to a lot of like older or 2000s, I guess Eminem, and I've been listening to a lot of Mac Miller. Um, he's Hell been yeah! I lately just been vibing, um, and like NF when I when I work out and stuff. But pregame, like I, I don't know, I always like mixing in at least one Eminem song. There's just something, something about him. What's your go-to Mac song? The go-to what song? Go-to Mac Mac Miller song. Ooh, ooh! I've been listening to. Woods Anything from kids lot, would probably be my answer. Anything what? Anything from from the kids album would probably mm. be my answer. Yeah, I've been listening to his Circles album a lot. I don't know. I, I spent one. a lot of time driving um, so far this fall, and I just put on Mac all the time. So, um, definitely, I love unreal. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I have rest in peace to John Madden, who passed oh away like God. two hours ago. Yeah, that that's a, that's, a, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. On a lighter note, I climbed about two hundred points in bullet chess while listening to Eminem. So uh... <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's go. Man, it's just like listening to Eminem, like, like doing all the moves. Like, I don't know. I know. Thing. I know you're not. A, I I know. I don't think uh, Joey, you're a big chess guy, but uh, the world champion will like stream drunk as hell, playing chess and just listening to Eminem and just crushing like grandmasters. I just think it's that's your inspiration. Yeah, no, <laughs> fine, I want to be fine. that when I grow up. <laughs> I want to be Magnus Carlsen when I grow. <laughs> CJ, do you have any questions for us? I mean, I know you're the the interviewee, but you know, if it, the floor is open. Uh, who are you guys cheering for this PHF season? Well, the Buffalo Buttes. I think you know the answer. I you know the answer to that. Come on, now we gotta go for the Boot Frost the Tips. I mean, like, it's <laughs> the biggest inspiration. If I wasn't a broke college student, I'd be ordering your jersey All right broke now. College students, man, for God's sakes. <laughs> hey, no, I get it. I get it, fellas. I feel ya. <laughs> The, hey, I mean, box box hair dye from the grocery store is like ten bucks. I can afford that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Any other questions at all? Hey, is anybody? So, how many goalies we got in here? I used to play goalie a little bit. I'm not bad. I I don't. I play. I play. I, play, <laughs> I, I, play I, <laughs> I played it a lot when we played floor hockey. I loved playing goalie. As it was so much fun. I played. I Painful, played goalie and lacrosse in like third grade, and I was god awful at it. I played goalie in soccer for a while. I was decent at that, but then I stopped playing goalie in high school. 
and I do not play anywhere near goalie in lacrosse as like right now. So so definitely not me. Yeah, I played I played football, baseball, and golf growing up. I was never a goalie. <laughs> yeah, I played some soccer. Uh, I'm five seven, one forty though, so can't even really. Uh, and for most of my life, I couldn't really like reach the crossbar consistently. So not the position for me. Whenever we would go so like back. out too bad. You probably playing baseball. <laughs> back in uh back when we play with my friends i would i would handle the gold but you know we weren't you weren't allowed to chip it when i was playing <laughs> well yeah, i have a All question right, for you well i'm gonna one more question for you sorry would you how hard would you go if you won the championship for phf would it be ovechkin level just keg stands <laughs> it would be cj level so oh, oh, oh boy oh, damn, oh. damn. <laughs> keg stands sorry sorry go ahead yeah, I, got, I got two for you guys um First, I want to know, um, I don't know if you guys saw the news about the IIHF um, canceling the U18 Women's Worlds, but what do you guys think about that, or what do you guys think a good solution might be? Well, I mean, the yeah, biggest thing about it's, that is it's, it's, it's tough because it's like the same thing with the Olympics. It's so difficult because not only are you pulling people from their regularly scheduled seasons, it's also a risk if they get, uh, if they get COVID, they're going to be stuck somewhere. Um, but I think, like you said, they 100% deserve to play. Like, if you're going to run the men's tournament in Canada right now, which it's currently happening, um, you should definitely find a solution for the women's tournament ter- tournament because they're the exact same level and they are they are very popular. I remember people loved watching. I remember a few years, a couple years ago, one of the most popular games on NHL Network was the women's final um, between USA and uh, Canada. I think US United States won. Uh, sorry, Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it um. It's important that you know you like you said you get these people these time this time to play and to get competitive to showcase their skills and their talents because at the end of the day this is like an important thing for everybody this is not only for like you know personal pride but for country pride which country pride is like top of priorities for a lot of players so if you're thinking solutions I'm thinking um, that's really tough because I I don't know I'm, I'm not really good at planning stuff. But something I heard, like, with the Olympics is, like, you know, people have suggested maybe moving it to, like, a place in the United States, the hockey t- tournaments, so that mm-hmm. they can actually, like, use the NHL players since it's closer. Um, or obviously going somewhere where it's more accessible for everybody. Obviously, you know, Europe is pretty difficult because there's a lot of European teams coming over. But, um, yeah, just maybe moving the location would be smart. I mean, not having it at all feels like the easiest decision, but, like, a big, a big cop-out to people because mm-hmm. they deserve to play. And some of these, some of these girls are not going to be able to play this again, and this that sucks. It's like today when they canceled the NC State bowl game. Like some of the guys who are seniors on that team won't be able to play ever again. And it's like that's just a big ass cop out. And I feel like they need to figure out a proper solution rather than just saying no, you're done, goodbye. That's not fair to you guys. I think I think what the biggest issue with it is, like you can have your reasons or whatever for not having it right now, but the problem that I have with it the most is like there was no plan B or like follow-up it was just okay we're shutting this down end of story they could have tried to reschedule it or postpone it or work something out to have it still happen on a later date what whatsoever but you know like you said earlier in the episode and like joey's saying it's it's just as important for the women as it is for the guys and they deserve the investment from the iihf just as much as the guys do and Something that, you know, haters of it will try to say is like, oh, the guys tournament is bigger. It's more attention. It's more money brought in. Okay, well, the girls game can't grow and get to that point. Also, if you don't give them the opportunity to showcase it, 
and to broadcast that to people it's 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 contradictory it's like how do you want it to grow and get to that point if that's your only argument if you're not going to give them the opportunity to do so uh, I just think it's bad for the game because like if this is how people get noticed as well like how like they can't showcase their skills how are they going to get you know into playing you know higher up and to, like follow their dreams and all that stuff he said you know it's a dream come true for you to play in the league how are girls going to do that if they can't even showcase their skills in a huge tournament like that if you're going to have it or if you're going to have the men's tournament you should have the women's tournament too and that's just kind of the bottom line like you can't not have both like they should have canceled the men's tournament too if they're going to cancel the women's, women's tournament and they, yeah you said it yeah they might make the argument the men's tournament makes some bigger, bigger stuff but it shouldn't matter for that like it's going to be discouraging for younger girls to play like, the, oh, I can't. They're going to keep canceling these terms. I know COVID and all that stuff, but still, it, it might not be around forever, but you never know. And if they keep canceling these tournaments, it's going to discourage like, girls from not wanting to play and stop playing hockey. It's, it's bad. I think it's just bad for the game. I think it's just like bottom line, like Jake said. I think it's just disrespectful. You know, like there, there's no like way around it. There's no other way you can put it. You know, it, it just seems like they don't even give a damn. Like, do you, you're a, a national organization that is showcasing youth hockey. To to go on and, you know, go to the ends of the earth to have the men's tournament go on and then just push the women's tournament to the side and act like it doesn't mean shit. That's it. Like, it's, it's just disrespectful. And like, like Jake said, it's like, if you're a young girl or just a parent of a girl playing the sport, and seeing that happen, it's, it's discouraging. And I mean, if I'm in that position, I'm going to be pissed off. Like you're like, like Jake said, that's their chance to showcase their abilities and hopefully chase their dreams and become a professional player. Like you have, like there's plenty of players that have gone to the world juniors and tournaments like that and made their mark and had their breakthrough moment go off in a tournament and all the scouts there are like, damn, this person's really good at hockey. Let's get them on their team. So many people are missing out on that opportunity because of this, and it's it's just upsetting. Yeah, I just I, – I don't think it's – it just doesn't make uh, much sense if your logic is the Omicron variant. I get the concern surrounding it. I, I understand that. But if you're going to have the men's junior tournament with Omicron happening – you can't use Omicron as justification for canceling the women's tournament. That just that that logically doesn't line up. You can't say that, you know what, like like, you know, the women are not at any more risk than the men for Omicron. So if you're going to take the risk with the men, you should give the women the same opportunity. And if you cancel both because you think it's too concerning, I think, I personally, my opinion is that that wouldn't make too much sense, canceling both of them. But it would make more sense than what's happening now, which is canceling one and not the other. Like, it just doesn't line up. If Omicron's a concern, cancel both. If Omicron's not a concern, run them both. But at, at least, like, makes sense. It's it just, mm -hmm. like, you can't cancel one because of Omicron and not cancel the other because apparently Omicron doesn't matter there. Like, that's there's just no logic. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think one really cool thing about this very unfortunate circumstance is <clears throat> situations like this, I think, have happened across women's sports like i know at least for my entire lifetime and um being able to see all these people that are now speaking out is, is really is really cool to see just the hockey community 
um, coming together on both sides to just express their concern and and hopefully there is a I know there's a solution to this like there has to be right um, in terms of making this right for these athletes um, but it's it's pretty incredible to see uh, the community come together and express their concerns and and just give these athletes what they deserve and um, and hopefully a solution does come out come out of this as it should absolutely I think that they're like just like like unfortunately like yeah canceling it is easier it is safer but like that's not what we want to see obviously we don't want to see sports canceled we don't like last last year when everything got canceled nobody wanted to see that but that was just the safest thing to do at the point in time but it doesn't make sense though because like like will said it's like if you're canceling it to be safe then the men's tournament should be not happening right now mm-hmm. yeah the men's it just doesn't make sense because they can't they made the united states forfeit and you're just like well why why are you like why are we like running a tournament then if 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 you want to cancel both that's fine it sucks but that's at least fair mm-hmm. and fine but you're going to cancel one and not the other and your justification is oh on om- om- whatever the name of the, the variant is omicron and like well why are you running the men's tournament in a city that's currently populated and they're allowing fans in like that's not safe mm-hmm. that's that's just counterintuitive, and honestly, it's it's just it kind of it, it's kind of par for the course. Of the IIHF, it's they're they're not the best organization of international sports. They're not FIFA levels corrupt, but they're definitely they're definitely in the second place totem, in my opinion, which is how they just simply do not care about the women's aspect a lot of times, and that's not fair because there's a lot of talent on that side, and mm-hmm. I feel like they deserve a chance to showcase a lot of the young talent in the world that genuinely could be really cool to watch. Yeah. And I mean, hopefully out of this situation, I mean that the biggest thing is it inspires change, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when things like this happen, um, I think that it's it's going to motivate people and inspire people to step up and, you know, create something better and make it right and make it better for the next, the next who come. And hopefully the ones who lose out on the opportunity this year don't lose out and a solution is found. Um, but this is this is a step to to inspire change and to make it better. Mm-hmm. You said you had Definitely. a second question. You had a second question after that. Oh yeah, a second question is: Does anybody play Fortnite? <laughs> I I I used to be pretty nice back in the day. I but I, I gave up after like the years. that game has been so up and down. Like oh yeah, Big time. one update will be like super enjoyable and the playing field will be even and it's you know not dog shit and then. A week later, they'll change the entire game that was perfectly good, and you know they'll just they'll make the game atrocious. But mm-hmm. here and there, here and there, I'll play every once I, in a while. I redownloaded. If you want to run some Fortnite? I'll play. Yeah, I redownloaded <laughs> it. Um, I redownloaded it when like that last update came out because I just wanted to see how it was. And I, I was pretty nasty at Rocket I, League if you play that. Was literally like part of. Like, I, I I actually yeah I compete for UT and and Rocket League. Uh, nice. So. I just got into plat this week, you know. I'm I'm not I'm not at Will's level yet, but I'm getting there. I just had my first aerial like ever this week, and I'm pretty proud of it. Let's go! (laughs) I finally made my first money from the game this semester. I made about six or seven hundred bucks playing in a competition. That's pretty cool for a controller, you know. All right, let's go. All right. Yeah, it's a professional right there. I got a 4.0 this semester for the first time in my life. If we're shouting out achievements and shit, (laughs) uh... that's amazing. I'm gonna blame fluid mechanics for that on mine. <laughs> yeah. Is um, there anything else you guys wanted to cover? Do you play? Uh, I just saw. I'm sorry. I wanted to, do you play uh, Warzone at all? 
I did for a little bit, um, but then I got back into the Fortnite grind, and I've neglected Warzone. Uh, but I'm a huge like, I played a lot of Call of Duty growing up, and I love Call yeah. of Duty. Yeah. Okay. This is best COD. What's your favorite? What's the best COD? Best COD. Best, best COD. COD. Best COD. <laughs> there's there's I mean, like, there's two acceptable. There's, there's like three, three acceptable three answers. Story, there's three opinion. acceptable answers. My younger Maybe self four. like has to say Modern Warfare Two. Just oh, because it was so no, cool. that's one of the that, answers. That, you but hold on, what's the about? what's the what's the new what's the newer person say? Um, like okay, so in college, um, when I was at Maine, I lived in like what you might call like the hockey house. So I lived with two of my other teammates, um, and another roommate. And you know, people were always coming over our house, so I had moved my gaming system into the living room, mm -hmm. and the whole house became obsessed with Call of Duty, um, World War Two. So we played it constantly. So I, I like have a very, very special. Place in my you love World War II. Two. Like <laughs> no, no, I, I actually, I would say I that, love the game. I love, I love World War Two as a historical. World War Two uh, as a historical person, dead ass. As a historical like fanatic, World War Two is cool. A lot of the things that happen are not; they're terrible. But like the aspect of, of it is like really cool. Like it's like a fascinating mm -hmm. time in history. But as a game, I loved World War Two. It was so much I was fun. more yeah. of an MW3 kid back in the day, but my most was mine. My my most played my most played COD is definitely BO3. That's I got to Master Prestige in BO3. I, I was a no life at that game, but COD's definitely not as good as it used to be, in my mm -hmm. opinion. But I think everybody agrees on that for the most part. Yeah. But, Bring back, bring back MW3. Just remaster, just remaster Black Ops 2. It's perfect game. Black Ops 2. Is so yeah, perfect. right. The Buttes have been getting into into zombies. So one v one me on Rust, DJ. Wait, let's wait. Get it. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're into the zombies game mode. Oh my what's, god, zombies. What's the is... best map? They're Heisendrock. Fair. I haven't like played all of them. Okay. Um, but and I've played an obscene amount of hours on um like the call of duty world war Two on the first zombie map i couldn't tell you the name but oh, just like a um, whole oh, amount of time oh, i like God. origins i um, like that i like that map i think it's really yeah cool. it's cool and like you know i looked up all the easter eggs and like all the <laughs> hidden stuff so like, i've done my research on that one um so i like i love that map <laughs> i love um what's it called their eyes and rock is a good one i played that when it came out um, I love Kino Kino Dirtoten is my favorite oh, That's when I grew up overrated. on. Um, overrated. Um, I personally I am a big Shadows of Evil man myself. I think that is one of the coolest okay. styles. We're just gonna run through every single video game, <laughs> every single video game, just like Mario Tetris, like just. Like, like, but yeah, I. What was your it. What was your Mario Kart character of choice? That's a good <laughs> Ooh, one. Oh, that's a good question. Um. I always went with uh, Boo, the ghost. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, or, like, I was a Koopa Troopa guy, you know? Koopa Troopa and Toad. Bro, shy guy. He's the man. I would use the little bike that was like a bullet. I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Like, bullet bike, I think. Oh, that was so fun. <laughs> Jake, who's your favorite? Are you, are, you a, are you a fan or are you not a fan of Rainbow Road? I always use Yoshi. Oh, well, boy. considering I'm like a massive lesbian, I'm a huge fan of Rainbow Road. <laughs> It's a good answer. You know what? You. I mean, the logic is is pretty sound. Um, <laughs> what's um, who do you who do you think out of the five of us win a Mario Kart game? Ooh, 
How would you how would you give an answer to that? She's never played just with any of us. Just that's true. Critical we'll thinking skills. She's a goaltender. She's got to know this stuff. <laughs> we'll ha we'll have to play. That's uh, what I'm gonna say. We're gonna have to play. Let's go. Everybody get a switch. We'll play. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that covers everything. Unless anybody's got something that's not a video game that we, we need to ask her. <laughs> I'm all good. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. So, so we already asked you a piece of advice. What's a, give us a motivational quote to go out on and then we'll end it. There we go. Need Alrighty. that. Need that. Uh, that well, first thing first, <laughs> go Buttes. <laughs> That's our motivation uh, for the day. Go Buttes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think the world is a very intense place right now. Um, for pretty much everybody with everything that's going on and everyone's fighting their own battles. And, you know, I would just say that just live your life with love and, you know, hug your people a little tighter when you can and, uh, you know, enjoy what you do and, and find those moments of light in your life and, and try and be grateful for those every day. Um, but, yeah, just live your life with love and, and uh, hopefully a smile on your face and um, just be well. Yeah. It's a good. That's a good <laughs> motivational. I like that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, thank you again, CJ, for coming on today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, you know, if you ever want to come back on, we're we're more than happy to have you here. So, uh, thank you again. No, thank you guys. Yeah, so the pleasure's awesome. all mine. Of course, yeah. It was amazing. Everybody from all of us here, Pizzas Here Podcast, to all of you, hope you have Good night, safe Buffalo. And fun holidays. Go Buttes, go Capitals. We'll see you guys Good next night, week. Good night, Buffalo. Good night, Buffalo. Hopefully the world Later. will collapse by then. Peace out, everybody.